Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. We are going to dive into what an open to buy is. What is a buying budget? How do you make one? What does it do for your business? And why do you need one right now? So I'm super excited about chatting with you guys all about the open to buy. Um, I know that there's some of you here that are new. And so if you're new in the group, I want to introduce myself before we get started. My name is Sierra. I'm the founder of the Boutique Workshop, and it's my goal to help you take complicated tasks like a buying budget and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement into your business today. So when I bring you information, I wanna give it to you in a way that is simple, easy to understand, that you can take a bite-sized, actionable step away from what we talked about and implement it to move the needle forward today. That is always my goal, and I'm so excited that you are here and that you have joined me today for our Tuesday training conversation. So today we're gonna talk about the open to buy. If you wanna grab a pen and paper, take some notes, I'm gonna give you a formula and all of the terms, what we're gonna be talking about. Take some notes, jot some things down. Let's go ahead and dive in. As always, if you have any questions or comments, drop them here for me and I will go back and answer those for you as well. All right, so an open to buy. What is an open to buy? A lot of times you'll see this abbreviated as OTB, all capital letters. And an open to buy is just a fancy term for a buying budget. That's all it is. Open to buy, fancy term for a buying budget. An open to buy tells you two things really. How much inventory you need to have on hand to keep your store stocked, right? So an open to buy tells you how much inventory you need to purchase every month to maintain optimum inventory levels in your boutique business. And secondly, an open to buy essentially tells you how much inventory you need to have in order to make your sales goals. Super important, both things are really important. We're gonna break those down. All right, number one, optimum sales uh, levels, optimum inventory levels in your boutique business. So let's talk about brick and mortar first because it's a little easier to break it down, right? So in a brick and mortar business, you guys have all walked into a brick and mortar boutique where you walk in and you're so excited. You're like, I love the vibe, I love the store. It's a beautiful location. I'm so excited to shop, I wanna spend my money. And you walk in and there's hardly any inventory. It's like a wah, wah, right? I like what they have, but there's no variety. There's no sizes. The racks are sparse. It's kind of dark. It's kind of lonely and sad in here, right? There's no inventory. It makes you want to spin on your heels and walk right out. We've all had this experience. On the flip side, we know what it's like to walk into a brick and mortar, a beautiful store that is plum full of inventory. And what does it want to make us want to do? It makes us want to spend money. When you walk into a boutique and there are so many things to look at, there are so many choices, it's merchandised beautifully. What do we want to do? We want to buy stuff and we want to buy a lot of stuff. And that's what happens with our customers. When we have a brick and mortar store and it is not full enough, it really um, diminishes the, the um, desire of our clients to want to shop with us. And when our store is full, they're going to shop and they're going to spend more money, right? 
Same thing goes with online. If you, you've all been to an online store where you jump on and you like click on the tops category and like here's your three options. Then you click on, well, I'll look at bottoms. Oh, here's your one option for jeans. Here's your two options for the shoes we offer and here's three or four dresses you can look at. Sorry, that's just not gonna cut it. Not when we can go over to Nordstrom or we can go to Neiman Marcus online or we can go to Free People and we have multitude of options and variety and sizes, right? And that's what the consumers, like it or not, that is what they're experiencing. They can go to big box retail, they can go to chain boutique stores, and they can find a lot of variety and a lot of options. And so they're going to leave your site and they're never gonna come back. It also follows through with social selling. Okay, so you might do have a, a live scheduled every single week, maybe every single Monday night you have a live scheduled and when your people show up for you and you say, here's the three different tops I have available for you tonight and that's it, what's the fun in that? What is the social selling excitement for them to show? It's just not there, right? And so it's important, it's so important that we keep optimum inventory levels if we want to Number two, make our sales goals, okay? So an open to buy ensures that you have enough inventory, number one, so that you can make your sales goal, number two. An open to buy essentially tells you how much inventory you need to purchase in order to meet your projected sales goals. And then I would say there is a number three, an open to buy or a buying budget also keeps you out of trouble. It keeps you out of trouble. So let me know below, I'm guessing a ton of you guys have been in trouble with your buying on multiple occasions, right? You go to market, you love all the beautiful things, you're shopping with your girlfriends, and then you whip out that credit card and you just start buying stuff. You don't need it, it doesn't go in the collection, but you just keep buying because it's fun, right? When you have an open to buy or a buying budget, it helps to keep you out of trouble. Okay, so there's three things that you need in order to create an open to buy, to use the open to buy tool. And if you want an open to buy tool, um, I have an awesome Excel open to buy tool that I've created for all of my members in the boutique workshop, um, or you can just comment below. Um, I also have a mini buying budget course where we go through exactly how to create the open to buy. So if that sounds like something that you want, let me know in the comments below and I'll make sure to get you those links. Okay, but to create an open to buy tool, you need three things. Number one, you need your projected sales goals. What are your sales goals? You cannot create an open to buy or a buying budget if you don't have a sales goal in mind. So you have to create a sales goal. It can be for a week at a time. It could be a sales goal for a month, for a quarter, for a year, right? It doesn't matter that amount of time, but you have to have your sales goal written down and in place in order to use the open to buy formula. Number two, you need to know how much inventory you have to keep on hand in order to keep your store stock. So with a brick and mortar, this is a little bit easier to figure out, right? So we can figure out based on our square footage, retail sellable square footage in our boutique store, how much inventory we should keep on hand. So we look at the square footage, we look at maybe a couple units per square foot or 1.5 units per square foot. There's some formulas we can use there where we say, okay, this is how much sellable space I have. If I take that times how many units I need to have, what does that look like unit wise? What does that convert to at MSRP dollars or at cost of goods sold dollars? This is then how much I need to keep my store stocked. And you come up with that number, you take a look at your store, does it keep my store stocked? Does it make my store look too full? What does that look like? And that becomes the basis for what you always want to keep in your store to keep it stocked. It's a little diffi more difficult with online or social selling, but I would follow the same principle and then also think of goals, right? So if you're a social seller and you say, okay, I wanna make $500 on every live, 
but you only show up to offer two items in a pre-pack of three, so six items total, you're never gonna make $500. You don't even have enough inventory to make $500. Same thing with online sales. If you only have 30 SKUs listed and you wanna make 10 grand a week, you don't even have the inventory to make that. So with a um, online or social selling component to your business, to figure out how much inventory you need to have on hand, you're gonna look at what just makes it seem full, what gives it enough life, right? And then what is my sales goal? If my sales goal is 10 grand a week, I know I need to have this amount of inventory to sell because I'm never gonna sell all $10,000 of what I have, I'm never gonna sell every single piece in a week, right? So maybe I add 25% to that goal or I add 30% to that goal. That then becomes the inventory I keep my store stocked with. So. Number one, to create an open to buy, you have to have your sales goal outlined. Number two, you need to know how much inventory you have to have on hand to keep your store stocked. And number three, you need to know how much inventory you're starting the formula with. So I suggest very strongly to all of my clients that you take a physical inventory every single month. Okay, I know you're cringing at that. I know that that does not sound fun. It is a lot of work, but here's the thing. Your inventory is cash on hangers, cash in boxes. Your inventory is cash on hangers and cash in boxes. It is the lifeblood of your business. And if you don't know how much inventory you have on hand at any given time, if you don't know that your inventory in your POS system is accurate with what you actually own, you're missing out on opportunity to make a profit. So I want you taking a physical inventory every single month. It really shouldn't take you that long once you get into the routine of it. Print out that inventory list, go around your office, your warehouse, your brick and mortar store, take that physical inventory, adjust what you need to in your POS system, and then what is actually on hand is what you're gonna start the next month with. So the formula for an open to buy is this. It's your sales goal or your planned sales, plus how much inventory you need to keep on hand, minus what you're starting with, okay? It's your sales goal, plus how much you need to keep on hand, minus what you're starting with. If my sales goal is 10 grand, and I know I need to keep 15,000 on hand to sell, you know, to keep my store stocked, that's $25,000 worth of inventory, minus what I'm starting with, which let's say it's, you know, $10,000, that means that my open to buy or my budget or what I need to go purchase in order to keep my store stocked and to make my goal is $15,000. And then I would take that, that's an MSRP number, I take that by my margin and then it tells me, okay, at cost of goods, at wholesale value, you need to go out and purchase, you know, at the 50% margin, $7,500 worth of inventory or whatever that margin looks like. So again, so important that you use an open to buy because it's going to tell you how much you need to keep in store and keep stocked for those optimum inventory levels. And number two, it's really going to help you make sure that you have enough inventory to make the sales goals that you put in place. And if we had to say there's a number three, it's that an inventory open to buy budget keeps you out of trouble we need to keep you out of trouble. We need to make sure that you are maximizing your cash dollars, that you're reinvesting the sales dollars back into inventory because again, cash in hangers, cash on box, um, on cash in boxes, cash on hangers, um, inventory is our lifeblood and we wanna make sure as retailers that we're constantly keeping that store stocked, keeping it fresh and keeping it ready to go for every single customer that would hop onto our website, look at us social selling or jump into our brick and mortar on a daily basis. Hey there, friend. Are you loving what you're learning here on the podcast? I hope you are. My goal is that each and every week I can give you a small, bite-sized, actionable step that you can take 
and implement in your business today. And if you're loving the way that I teach, you're liking what you're hearing, then I want to invite you to come on over and take a look at what courses and opportunities I have for boutique owners just like you. You can find all of my coaching opportunities at theboutiqueworkshop.com. That's www.theboutiqueworkshop.com. Come on over, check it out, and see if there might be something else in the library that could really help you build your boutique. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.